Are you ready? A shot of wrestling. Episode 241 live. And wait, wait, go. And welcome. I'm your host at Michael J. Putty. Joined as always, Mark Schwan. Mark, how are you doing today? Are you going to introduce me, or, or, or am I just going to have to introduce myself? Ladies and gentlemen, it is your favorite actor, the Hollywood assassin, Mark Schwan. What is up, everyone? Yeah, no more of this intro shit for you. Let's go, first of all, it's going, it's going to your head. One and two, like you're on, you're on, you're not a special guest. Like special guests get intro. You're on every week now, so it's like, well, get, Mark's get here. Name right, Mark's here. Okay. okay, I'll just say Joe Schmo is hosting. You put your respect on my name, please. How do you think I feel? You're here every week, Mark. What what, what intro do you want? Mark hey, Mark Schwan's here as always. Mark, how you doing? Like what I want to be introduced properly. That's it. That's all I asked for. No big deal. Mark for three minutes later. Some respect. I'm still out of breath. That sucks. What are you here's, here's, here's hamstring or something? Here's a cheer. No, I'm just Cheers. extremely out of shape. Cheers. <laughs> Mark, uh, what a week's been. Leading up to the Royal Rumble, man. I don't know about you. Excited. Uh, I really wish I had GameStop stock. So I sold way too early. Joey Sweet Cheeks, welcome to the chat room. What up? Yeah, I mean, like, what? I don't know what the hell's going on. Do you have any inclination of what's going on? Like, I don't know. Yeah, familiar with the stock yeah. market at all. So basically, you, you have the head. Fund managers they're trying to they're trying to short sell these uh GameStop and like AMC and whatnot these these stocks and you have these Reddit users users trying to say fuck you to Good. the elite and it's just like driving up these prices and it's causing these hedge fund managers to lose a lot of money because they're trying to sell the short. Good, good, good. Just next- and yeah, I, I I fucked up because I got in when uh, GameStop was at thirty two dollars. I got in there. Was this recently? Sold it. Like a few weeks ago, a oh, couple wow. weeks ago, okay. sold it, made like twenty dollars off it. I was like, all right, cool, whatever. Um, meanwhile, then like the other day, it went up to like over four hundred. Wow, I was like that's nice. That's nice. <laughs> a coworker of mine bought Dogecoin, Dogecoin, whatever it's called. Okay, like a while ago, and yeah. she's now like almost at um. I think over it's over a thousand dollars and she only put 20 in and if it hits a certain amount roi and if, if it hits a certain amount she'll make like twelve thousand dollars but that's crypto man that shit it's like the stock market itself is volatile right now like that shit's even like crazier like i don't fuck with crypto no although that's where apparently the long-term money is crypto eh, we'll see yeah, but to get into AMC, man. Buy, buy it tomorrow. Uh, not tomorrow. Buy it on Monday. Drive yeah. that stock up, man. So I've downloaded that Robinhood app. Oh, no. No. No, no. 
No, don't get a Robinhood. What, what app should I use to buy stocks? I use E-Trade. Because apparently you can't buy crypto on E-Trade. No, but I'm, I'm not. I'm talking about AMC is like a stock, a regular stock. Abel wants us to buy back BlackBerry. I don't think that's, I don't think that's a good Black, tip. Blackberry, Blackberry is also another one. Actually. Is it really? They've been driving up the price. Yeah. I actually got to that one too. Are they still in business? I don't know. They're, they're, these Reddit guys are picking up these, these like bullshit stocks that are pretty much worth nothing in real life and just driving up the price. It also goes to show like a facade the stock market really is. And can, can I get a tip next time? Like, can you give me a heads up when you guys are doing this so I can put some money in? <laughs> It's all over Twitter, man. <laughs> Mark Schwann, ding, ding, ding. It's been 24 hours. We just witnessed the end of the Fight Forever 24-hour wrestling marathon. Oh, it's over finally, huh? Everett Connors beats Joey Janela in the main Damn. event. Damn. Good one for this guy. I mean, I've never heard of this guy before. I feel like I've heard of him through, uh, through the internet. I haven't seen him wrestle, though. Joey Sweet Cheeks. We'll be going over our Royal Rumble predictions a little later in the show. We should uh, spread it out, man. You want, spread you, want it out. you want to start now? Let's spread it out, man, because we have a lot of Royal Rumble to talk about, and then we have our normal show. All right, let's, let's, let's pick one now. You want to start with the, the lower card? Or you want to go with the Royal Rumbles right away, off the bat? You're the host, man. You tell me. I feel like the lower card matches are pretty predictable. Well, I forget. What's even on the lower card? Oh, thanks for asking. Yeah, Sasha Banks going against Carmella for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I mean, you know, there are people online calling for Carmella to win. Really? I, I've been seeing some of that. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think Carmella has improved quite a bit, especially with her new character. We've talked about this before. But Sasha Banks is way too good as champion. She's got a lot of momentum going into it. I think, especially for WrestleMania going into it, she should keep the belt. I think she has to keep it here. Uh, let's right? see, let's see Carmella get it. But right now is not the time. No, no, no. I, I keep keep Carmella doing her thing. I, you know, keep her as like a main event player, but don't take the strap yet. Joey Sweet Cheeks is going with Sasha Banks. He's agreeing with us. Everything with Carmella is overly predictable. He thinks. You think that's true? You think uh, Carmella is predictable? I mean, I think it's just the storyline the way it is right now. I don't think necessarily it's her. Like, again, I you know I've seen a vast improvement with her. Like, she was kind of like getting lost when she was a baby face but you know having this new attitude as, as, a, as the heel um she's working a lot better totally. uh, i'm enjoying her i'm enjoying her work and her in-ring work has improved vastly i think totally got lost when she was paired up with uh our truth the dance break thing yeah the kids loved it it was fun to watch but like totally killed any it was, momentum it was fun had. for a hot second yeah. yeah but that was it that is it but so we're all, in, like we're all in agreement here. Sasha Banks going over Carmella to retain the SmackDown yeah. Women's Championship. Now, what, what else next? Going back to what I just talked about earlier, Joey Janelle is now on the mic wrapping up Fight Forever. Did you watch any of this Fight Forever stuff? No. No, I did not. Because no interest or just didn't have any time or chance to? No time. Really? I had time. Three o'clock in the morning last night. Yeah, I this, know. This you, morning. Tag, you tagged me on Instagram for that. God, did that bother you, Mark? Did it get? Did that disturb your beauty sleep? No, relax. You woke up to no, a, no, no, you woke no, up no. To a notification. It, it, relax. Don't stop, yeah, stop busting my balls. Here. But I, I was like more concerned about you. It's like, why is he staying up at three o'clock in the fucking morning when we have a big show the next day? Oh, I said the four. I'm o'clock getting in the my morning. beauty rest. Four o'clock in the morning. First of all, doing what research, Mark. Five? 
No, I was doing research. I was watching as a professional wrestling journalist and podcast host. I do my due diligence. Oh, so as a professional host, it would be nice if you were to share with me that you were going to go over that today. That would, that would be nice. That would well, be a good heads up. Greenman told me to. <laughs> I wasn't going to. <laughs> what a schmuck. All right. Break it down for me, buddy. What happened? What What was like the big thing that happened? Apparently, Joey Sweetcheeks. Thanks for thanks for uh, joining us in our chat room here. Philly Mike Swanson match he, he liked. I didn't watch too much of it. Like I watched it at three o'clock in the morning after hanging out with a friend. I had a couple drinks in me. I was just watching it, and um, so I didn't know who was who. It was at three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning. Well, I guess that time in the proceedings was all the like light bulbs and hardcore stuff and blood and this. You know, I'm not into that. Right. I didn't know who anybody was. And it just goes to show you how important commentary is. Do me and you, we know that, man. We've done commentary quite a bit. Because the commentary wasn't doing anything for me. I'm not saying they were they sucked because they doing their great they were doing their own job, their their own style. No, in, in Instagram you pretty much said they sucked. I was I was shocked. No, I said I said, right I said I said that we were better. <laughs> I don't say they sucked, I said we were better. Don't don't try to bury me here, Mark. Don't try to get me in trouble I'm here. You all. I'm gonna run you a fucking over with that truck. Philly Mike was the gecko uh, caveman looking dude. I think I remember do seeing him, Joey. Yeah. Um, but yeah, come. It was three o'clock in the morning. They seemed like they weren't interested. They seemed they were tired. They weren't selling the moves or the storylines of the characters. And just like if the commentary was on point, like it was before we came on air, commentary is much better. I think Nick Cage was on commentary. Um, just shows you commentary is very important in wrestling and uh props to us so wait what were, what were they doing though i mean like what was it the same commentary team all 24 hours or did they take shifts because that would have been a smart way to go tara calloway and jimmy lloyd surprisingly was good i saw the jimmy lloyd match uh able that was at three o'clock in the morning one of them i think he wrestled a couple times jimmy lloyd has a, has a cult following no i think he really does yeah it's 24 hours i think each there's two hours of. There's a two hour show. Like each show was two hours. Okay. So I think the commentary changed every two hours. Is that Pat from the Boulevard? Bully standing in the ring? Abel would know. Abel's watch, probably watching this right now. Again, we are live, folks. Watching. Yeah, uh, clearly G- live. GCW Fight Forever still on my big screen. I thought it was over, but apparently it's not. There's still more to come. Going over 24 hours? It's a lot of wrestling. That's a lot. Yeah. So what was that like, you know, watching wrestling for the same show for a straight 24 hours? So what was it like as a viewer? Because I feel like that that would be kind of um, I think it's interesting that they did it. But in my opinion, I think it's almost like oversaturating. Because it's not the same show. Remember, it's each show, it was show, indie shows all together on one block. Mm. OK, each, each show had 24 hour, um, two hour show to put on, but they just lumped them all together for 24 hours and it was live doing yeah that. yeah that's crazy so that's at, crazy. it started with gcw's win god followed by fight for the culture and then he at one o'clock he had what i saw jimmy lloyd's up all night and then right now we are on the wrapping up gcw's i can't read that handwriting um yeah so but what a big weekend for uh, wrestling. All the indie marks are watching this. This is a big, it's on Twitter, fight forever. So if you enjoyed it, congratulations. I hope you guys, uh, if anybody stayed up to watch 24 hours, I know a couple people who tried to stay up to watch all 24 hours. 
That's impossible, bro. What are you reading? Comment? Fable in the chat room. He tried to watch it at the beginning. Apparently, had some technical difficulties. They lost their stream. I heard about this. Everybody was watching it. And uh, he actually got it back. And apparently, after the first like, couple of hours, there was no more issues. Apparently, my girl Faye Jackson was on. I missed her. Yeah. No, I saw she was on. She was tagging with uh, Willow Nightingale. Oh, I love Willow Nightingale. Man, yeah. what, what was this? Not three o'clock in the morning, I guess, right? <laughs> not when not when Putty's prime time is on, three o'clock in the morning. Did it really bother you that I tagged you at three o'clock in the morning? No, it's just I find it I find it crazy that grown ass man is up at three o'clock in the morning watching wrestling. Well then you're That's calling you're calling a lot of our audience crazy then. No, but like I, I'm concerned for you, Putty. That's all. Why? Because I don't want to go to bed because I want to stay up drinking some more? Yeah, I should be concerned too. But I'm not going to be. Don't judge me. They apparently they raised over five uh fifty thousand dollars for charity. So uh I guess huge it's success. Good for them. Congratulations to everybody congratulations to everybody over at GCW, Game Changer Wrestling. That's huge. And this was their first time doing this, right? I believe so, yeah. I think they've done something similar to this, but not twenty four hour marathon straight. Yeah, that's fucking crazy, man. Shall we sweet cheek says I, what's up, Abel? So you guys can have a conversation. <laughs> I'd be curious to see if they continue this uh going forward. Also, great job for indie wrestling, though. All these no names, people I've never heard of, are getting this worldwide platform. So, props to indie wrestling sticking it through this COVID nineteen bullshit, and they've been struggling too. So grand props- time, grand time. That's I'm not going to shit on this. I only shit on oh, you no. who are up so late watching. But no, like props to um, GC, uh, GCW uh, for putting this all together because yeah, I mean indies they've been hurting. They've been hurting really bad. Yeah. So this is a huge, uh, yeah, huge accomplishment. Twenty four hours straight. Well, wow. huge platform to get them on and uh, to do their thing. So awesome. And that wasn't the main event. The main event's going on now. I can't hear since we're doing the show. So if you're watching, enjoy. But Mark, let's get into some news. Absolutely. So my first piece of news here: the Undertaker and Goldberg made waves recently by labeling today's talent as soft. Roman Reigns took exception to that. He defended the locker room by saying they are working smarter and that times are different. He said, if anything, they are forced to be more physical in the ring today as opposed to back in the day. He was also pretty dismissive with Goldberg, saying Goldberg is just Goldberg. Who cares? And with The Undertaker, he said, I think it was just like a retired guy trying to sound gangster. Now, buddy. I want to hear your opinion. Who's right and who's wrong here? Uh, do you think the locker room right now today, you think they're a little too soft? And tough, like, I mean, this sounds like fighting words pretty much from Roman Reigns. Are, you, are we getting worked here? Yeah, I think so. You, you, right? You got a little sense of that? I mean, Roman Reigns has to defend the locker room because he's the locker room leader. Right? He's the face of the franchise. Mm-hmm. He is the face of professional wrestling right now. So he has to defend the current product. Goldberg being old school is going a different route. Undertaker's old school is going a different route. Undertaker has a different mentality. He talked about how men were men back when he was in the locker room. Mm-hmm. But now he walks in, people are doing videos and playing video games. Xavier Woods had a comment about that too. I don't have it offhand. But yeah, I think... Oh, Xavier Woods made a lot of money playing video games with a up, up, down, down. Which launched his new career. Now he's the host of a G4 show coming back. Exactly. So I don't think they're soft. I think it is, you know, it's just 
Men being it's men, different times, yeah. different, times, I, I different eras, different, Roman, different styles. Roman Reigns uh, hit it on the head here about talking about working smarter because you talked about the finance side of it. I mean, how many, how many times do you hear about these older wrestlers, like, you know, they're broke or they're going homeless or they have addiction problems or whatever, you know, or, or a lot of times, unfortunately, they die early. Yeah. You know, but now, you know, these, these newer guys, they're taking care of themselves. Um, you know, they're, they're smarter with their finances. They're focused on their branding. They're thinking about life outside of wrestling. For, they're thinking of longevity. I think it's smart. You know, I, I mean, I, granted, it's different times for sure. But, like, if anything, they learn from the older guys. Yeah, it's, 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 it's weird. I just thought this, this whole story was weird. Like, it just seemed like, you know, I was at a fraternity in college. And my days, me and Abel here, our generation was great. We did a lot of work, both for the fraternity, for the school, for philanthropic events. But you had the older guys saying that we were weak, we were soft. We weren't doing as much as they were doing. And it took me right back to that. It's just the older generation feels like they did so much more. They're not getting enough comp- recognition for what they did. And the news guy, new guys are riding their coattails. And if it wasn't for us, they wouldn't be where they were, blah, blah, blah. So I don't think they're soft. It's a different style. Different, you get, now you got social media you got to worry about. So it's more right. of a reality era. Kayfabe's dead. And it's just a different style. I don't think it's soft. I think it's just a different style, different era. Undertaker's going on talking about how, like, you know, guys in the back had like guns and knives and whatnot in their bags. And Robert, Robert that, yeah. is, it's like, you, know, you guys didn't have TSA back then. I'm pretty sure you yeah. did. <laughs> I think so too. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's unbelievable. I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't know if it's like Undertaker just trying to sound gangster or whatever. I'm sure, I'm sure that it was a different mentality back then. Maybe, you know, there was. Definitely a lot more drugs going on back then, a lot more steroids going on. You know, it, it is a different mindset now, but I don't know, soft. I wouldn't say soft, just different. But again, uh, I feel like those comments have more weight coming from The Undertaker than they do Goldberg. Again, I could be biased. Oh, so you, you, you agree with Roman saying, ah, Goldberg's Goldberg, who cares? <laughs> I guess so. It's just like Goldberg just showed I, up. I found it funny. Uh, I just feel like Goldberg has a different path than Undertaker did. Undertaker had more dues. He has a more storied career in history. Even before he, he was does. the Undertaker, me and Mark Calloway, remember that? Yeah. I feel like he, yeah. he would know more about culture in the locker room than Goldberg would. But then you had other wrestlers chiming in too. Yeah. Yeah. Devon Dudley chiming in, agreeing with him essentially. And uh, not necessarily wrestler, but you had Jim Ross agreeing with Undertaker as well. Hmm. So I, I don't know, man. I, I think again, it's just a culture clash. Listen, my brothers—they're older than me. Right? One's forty-six, the other one's fifty-one. You know, and they'll probably say the same about me. Like I'm soft, or I'm a millennial. Yeah, you're definitely yada, soft. Whatever. Yes, you're definitely soft. I totally agree. Soft? How the fuck am I soft, dude? You're very soft. I'm a black belt in Taekwondo. I'll kick your ass. Didn't you just tell me you were upset that I tagged you at three o'clock in the morning because you were laying down with cucumbers on your eyes and music playing in the background and waterfalls and white noise playing? So, um. Enjoy yeah, it. Enjoy like, it. Take a sip like of your white how claw. A normal person goes to sleep. Enjoy. It. Take a sip of your white claw right now, and let's just move on to the next topic. <laughs> Again, if you want to get involved in the conversation, you can join us in our live chat room. Abel and Joey Sweet Cheeks are tearing it up in our chat room on Podbean. You can tag, um, slide into our DMs at Shot of Wrestling, our social medias. Text us 619-343-3005 or use the hashtag SOW Rumble. There are more, more Royal Rumble predictions coming up. 
All right. Well, next in the news, before we get into our next Royal Rumble prediction, it looks hold like on. AEW. Hold on. Yep. I agree with Abel in the chat room right now. Have a drink every time Mark mentions he's a black belt. I would like to participate in that, but I'd probably be fucked up by the time the end of the show happens. But since you did it, I'll start now. Cheers, Abel. Cheers, Joey. Anybody I else only listening? mentioned it one time. I only mentioned I'm a black belt one time. That's three times. That that's twice now. Okay. Whatever. Well, it looks like AEW is going to be going forward with their plans for their March pay-per-view revolution, featuring a match between Cody Rhodes and Red Velvet versus Shaq and Jade Cargill. Uh, Excuse me. What's your name? Uh, Jade Cargill. Okay. And Shaq, and we're talking about Shaquille O'Neal, the former basketball player. Uh, I get what they're trying to do with this here, buddy. I know it's a marquee match. Um, but do you think this is the type of match that's going to put the product over? No. Right? Okay. Not at all. First of all, we've seen Shaq in the ring. He's not exactly the big show in mobility-wise. And, and Shaq, I mean, not for nothing. I mean, he's a retired basketball player. He's been retired for how long now? A long time. A long-ass time. He's not in shape. I mean, he looks better than what he's been in a while, but like, you know, cardio wise, I mean, against Cody Rhodes, I mean, Cody's, Cody could run circles around this guy. And I made no secret about it. I, was, I don't really watch AW religiously, and I've been watching for the last couple of weeks. So I've seen yeah. Jade, I've seen Red Velvet. I don't know the backstory behind them, but I don't know how Cody Rhodes and Shaq are involved here. I know Red, not Red Velvet, uh, Jade is in, has beef with Brandy. With Brandy, but and then, then how does Red Velvet? I guess her is her friend or whatever. I don't know how Shaq got involved here in the whole mess. I, I think it's just like one of those things, man. It's just again, it's obvious they want a big time match. It's something like WWE would do, and I think it's ironic because AEW is trying to be different. Yeah, we're not we're not WWE. We're different, but yet they're doing the same exact thing that WWE would do. Not on WWE. Uh, Joey Sweetcheeks mentioned back in the late 90s, early 2000s, Carl Malone and Dennis Rodman, WCW brought those guys in. That's a great point. That's a great point. Great point. But those were active basketball players at that time. Were they? They were. Okay. Dennis, Dennis Rodman, dude. Dennis Rodman, that was a big deal because they, I think uh, the Bulls were in the way the playoffs. Yeah, that's, that's right. That point. If you watch the last dance, I think they mentioned that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was a big deal in, last, in the last dance. And Carl Malone, uh, I'm pretty sure he was still active, or maybe he just retired. But Shaquille O'Neal, again, has been retired for years now. You, do you think, like, the newer guys, uh, the, the, the demo has watched Shaq in his, in his, in his prime? Yeah. No. Not at all. Not, not at all. They, most of them probably think of Shaq as just like a, a color commentator or yep. uh, a, a guy on TNT talking about basketball. I feel like Shaq nowadays is the gorilla monsoon for us. I grew up. Gorilla Monsoon on commentary. I did not know he was a legendary personal restaurant until I found out the history of the business. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I just equated Shaq to, to Gorilla Monsoon. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bit of a stretch, but I, I see where we're going with this. I, and I, I don't know if it's as bad as that, but it's damn close. Abel in the chat says AEW is WCW 2.0. You agree with that statement? Are they trying too hard? Well, WCW 2.0, which regard? Like, you know, WCW when it was hot, WCW when it was starting off, or WCW, like, at its very end? Uh, keep in mind, there are different versions of WCW. True. You know, right now, I think it's in its beginning stage. It's finding its footing. I, I would say AEW right now is at that point of, like, when Lex Luger 
uh, made its debut at the Mall of, at Mall of America. And that's where I would say AEW is right now. Okay. And keep in mind, like, WCW was around for quite a bit before it got to that point. AEW was like, what, into its second year now and already hitting that stride? So I think they're better off the, right now than they were when uh, WCW was around. Wow, okay. Big statement. I'm also thinking more, the more we talk about this with Shaq, I mentioned about TNT. This has to be a TNT move. It has to be. Right? It's got to be some like, sort of it, collaboration with the uh, NBA here. Right. Same thing, with, sure. uh, same thing they did with uh, Snoop Dogg and the Go Big Show, whatever it's called. Ah, that's right. That's right. Because USA has made those uh, moves a few times with Rob. It's like, oh, you got to have... Uh, you have to have like a little oh, collaboration yeah, area. The have monk. guys from Psycon, Psych, Monk, or whatever. Was, yeah. yeah. And and now I'm sure TNT's doing the same thing. Like, hey, you know, have Shaquille O'Neal on, or you know, have uh, have Snoop Dogg on. It's bullshit. When I, they bring, I, I when they bring Rosario Dawson on, I'll definitely watch. Of course you would. Of course you would, buddy. Or uh, Tamenga, right? <laughs> Tamenga, asshole. Tamenga, excuse me. Whatever. You, I didn't watch you, Boy Meets World. Did, I didn't you, watch you it. did. I did not. I swear you to God, watch yes, my wife. I never did. They did not even one episode. What were you doing as a kid? I was doing cool things. Like getting a black belt. Oh, another shot. It doesn't count. You. You mentioned it. Not me. <sighs> same shit, Mark. Same shit. Not same shit. Well, whatever. That's all I have for the news, buddy. Let's get to another prediction. Okay. Another easy one, Mark? How about Oscar and Charlotte Flair defend? the women's tag team championship against Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. I say Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. I think they win it. I think uh, Charlotte Flair and Asuka, that, that partnership is going to come to an end. Heel turn, Charlotte Flair, lead up to a match at Fastlane for the Raw Wins Championship. Really? Really. That's what I'm seeing. Wow. I did not see that coming. I'll have to easily Oscar and Charlotte Flair win here. I don't want nope. – I, I, I love Nia Jax. I don't want to see them with the Tag Team Championship. They did nothing for it. Oh, we're not asking what you want. We're asking what's going to happen. You know, like <laughs> I, I think this is what's going to happen. I, 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 I'm not the biggest fan of Nia Jax and Shane and Baszler as a tag team together, but I think it makes more sense for them to go this route. So you don't see the Tag Team Champions feuding together? You think they're going to drop the strap and then start a feud? Yes. Hmm. Yes. Abel agrees with me. I think they're they're going to retain as well. I just don't see them right. dropping it right now. I don't see Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler I'm, winning again. I'm looking at the – what's the big picture here? What's the big picture? What, what happens with Charlotte and Asuka come WrestleMania? What happens? We'll get into that later with our predictions, Mark. But who's okay. going to win the Royal Rumble? All right. All right. It sounds like you have a little prediction of your own. All right. I, I do. What else is on the, on the lower card? We, we still have Joey's TV takedown afterwards, but let's, let's get into some more stuff. Uh, again, props to Abel and Joey may, holding it down in our chat room. Joey thinks Flair and Oscar retained, and Flair turns on Oscar and tells her to find a new partner. Ooh, okay. All right. I dig thinking outside the box there for that. On the lower card... Basically, that is it. Then we move on to the championships. Drew okay. McIntyre against Goldberg for the WWE Championship. Now, Mark, for the last two or three weeks, you've made it very clear how you stand on this. But for those of you who do not know, Mark, why don't you just fill us in what you think is going to happen? 
Well, Goldberg, it's in his contract that he has at least two uh, two appearances per year, right? Two per matches. Pay-per-view. Two matches, yeah. excuse me. Uh, we already have to wear a Rumble. He's going to face uh, Raw, uh, the Raw champion here, Drew McIntyre. I think it's a no-brainer. I think we're going to see a rematch at, at WrestleMania. I think Goldberg's going to win. So he's going to be Goldberg versus Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania? I think so. Uh, Joey's in the chat room again. Please join our chat room. Or anyway, we mentioned earlier, he thinks Drew will retain Mizzle Cash in. Think Mizzle Cash in? Oh. They've been teasing that for too long. I think it's going to be a failed cash in. I, I, I think he'll come out for a tease or something. I don't think it'll be an actual cash in. No. Going back to when he cashed in last time, I think the Miz is not taken seriously. He's being portrayed as a joke. Not a real competitor, like a gimmick. So for him to cash in, we know he's going to lose. He still has till July, May, uh, May, June, July. I forget when Money in the Bank was. <laughs> so just give him some extra time. I don't think it's. I think it's too early to cash in yet. Because if he cashes in, I want him to win. You know, I think the problem is, I think him being teamed up with John Morrison is actually kind of holding him back. In what it, regards? It, kind of, it, it brings him back to like the dirt sheet days when he was a joke. Mm. And I, I do find them entertaining together. I really do. I, yeah. I think they're hilarious. But, you know, The Miz was on a hot streak without John Morrison. He was actually performing in all cylinders the, the, the best who we've seen him in the ring, on the mic. You know, just to look. He just seems like someone that should be a champion. Now... You're right. He's been treated like a joke. So if we were to cash in, none of, none of us believe he's going to win. I think or if he, he does will. Win, or if he does win, we're not going to take him seriously. That's why I think hold off. And when he does win, well, let's take it seriously. I, I think he deserves a, a lengthy, serious title opportunity and a run. Hold off. Like, you know, I, I think actually maybe something should go down between the Miz and John Morrison before he does cash and have like okay. a little rivalry real fast. Cause you, you're right. We still have a lot of time for, before his money in the bank, uh, money in bank contract expires. So utilize that time correctly. Yeah. Have him go over John Morrison, the feud, you know, ha- have him be like this, you know, this big heel that he was get him get his team back. Boom. Cash in. And I know it's, we're at a different time now with the COVID and pandemic, everything going on, but usually after WrestleMania, the, the time between WrestleMania and SummerSlam is quote unquote the off season, right? So, right. if you want to give him the title, then during the quote unquote off season, hold down the title picture until you get to WrestleMania, um, SummerSlam. That'll be fine too. But just give him a title opportunity and make it believable, make it serious. Don't have him cash in and lose because we saw that already. He can't, I mean, John Morrison cashed in, but he cashed in and lost. So that's I don't think, yeah, uh, that he's going to lose when he cashes in because he already did that. So that's why there's no way he's going to lose next one. I agree. Does, it, does he cash in at Mania? We've seen that, though. True. We've seen that recently. It's got to be something fresh and new. Miz could cash in, win the belt. John Morrison could get jealous, and that starts a feud. Do you think... Again, that's, that's also one way to go. That's one way to go. That's Joey's sweet cheeks. Again, in our chat room, feel free to join in. Do you think John Morrison is at the, is at the level to be in the title picture? No. There, there. John Morrison? Yeah. No. It's oh. not. But as he mentioned before, I mean, 
maybe during like a down period, maybe like after WrestleMania, they're like, you know, pay-per-views like backlash and whatnot. Yeah. Backlash, fast lane. Well, fast lane is like, I always get these pay-per-views mixed up. Fast lane right now is going to be uh, March. I, I don't know. Or they they all blend. Yeah, they all blend in. February is the Elimination Chamber. I don't, I don't think they're doing Elimination Chamber this year. Okay. It'll, it'll, who knows? It's uh, Anything's open this year because no, nothing's going according to script in 2021 thanks to COVID-19. So we'll see what happens. If they do not so, do Elimination Chamber, I won't miss it. <laughs> I, I like Elimination Chamber. I like it, but, it's but again, having it every year it takes away from the speciality of it. Tipping Hell in a Cell. You know Hell in a Cell is coming in October. We've talked about this before, yeah. So. Uh, no, I feel you. I feel you with that. And then uh, the next match is what? Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns. Last, the last man, standing. man standing match. I think we're all in agreement here. Roman Reigns is winning here. Yeah, there's no way Kevin Owens is going to win that match. I think we're I think we're, we're going to have a good believable match where i think there's gonna be close calls where we're like oh wow can kevin owens win this it's gotta be roman reigns he's too hot right now i, I think roman reigns should carry this belt until at least SummerSlam. it's gonna be a hell of a match it might be a match of the night which is not saying too much but yeah i think roman reigns has to win here easily hands down no brainer so then next we have the two royal rumbles we have the two royal rumbles which we will hold off We'll hold off. Yeah. Until we get into some TV takedown, Mark. Awesome. Let's do it up. Oh, Joey Sweet Cheeks thinks Roman Reigns and uh, Kevin Owens could end in a draw. Ooh. Uh, no, I don't think so. First, I, I think that would be an interesting way to go, but I can't see this going another pay-per-view. If it, yeah, if it's a draw, it extends, this, it extends this feud. Right. I think the feud will probably end here. I think the feud will have to end here. I think that's just what makes more sense, but it's WWE, so you don't know. Again, props to Joey Sweet Cheeks and Abel holding it down in our chat room. If you guys want to join us in our chat room, Podbean Live, the studio, next time we go live, we're watching you guys in the chat room. Get involved in the conversation. I'm tired of hearing Mark talk nonstop. I want to hear your point of view, so always get involved in the conversation. Mark, TV, Were you saying something? TV Takedown, what do you have this week? Uh, well, dude, honestly, the biggest thing that stood out for me, and it's the only thing in my notes from this week, it's Monday Night Raw, Alexa Bliss and Asuka for the Women's Championship, and that ending, Orton with the RKO out of nowhere, man, he does it again, and I just want to say props to Alexa Bliss's character work, uh, it's continuously evolving, like, we saw something... A little bit different this past week when she went back into her old Alexa Bliss character. Yeah, I missed, I missed the goddess. What's that? I missed the yeah, goddess. You missed the goddess, right? Yeah. And there was also she looks freaked out, scared, what the fuck moment, and then boom, next thing you know, she goes to the corner and does the whole fiend thing. I thought it was sick, man. I think she, she's doing a phenomenal job. I can't talk enough about Alexa Bliss, but it's making me think though. The more, the more I'm into the storyline, and the more I was like watching Monday Night Raw. Raw sucked overall, yeah. I have to say. Like, big time. Like, they just, they're just not with it creatively. And this is, like, the only thing keeping it going. So it's making me think, why, why do we only have one good, solid storyline going right now? And why does everything else suck? I think everything else sucks. Because I'm enjoying the, um, whatever you want to call it, going on with the Hurt Business. 
I, I think, and again, I told you, it's not enough. No, I agree with you. But I talked about last week, their hurt presence have been holding down the mid card for months now. But everything else on Raw is just not clicking. You have, with going with the hurt presence, you have four guys floundering around for most of their careers and just finally hitting their stride this year. But it's, it's only the best work they've ever done, but it's still not anything like, wow, this is amazing. They've it's had a couple. They've had a couple of good they've, matches. They've had a couple of good promos. Had a couple of good matches. I think I'm just per- saying this is the best work that they've done yeah. in their career. That's it. I it's not I anything. It's not like a flaming yawn right here. I wouldn't say that too much. I think um, Shelton Benjamin had done a lot of good work prior to this. I think it, this has rejuvenated his career, so to speak. Yeah, no, I, I could say that for all four of them, it's rejuvenated their careers for sure. Um, it for has sure, but- enhanced. Cedric Alexander's career definitely because he was floundering. He was going about to go nowhere. Yeah, this gave him something. I just don't know where they're going with this tension. I think like to mention last week, it's too early to break them up. But raw overall, yeah, just not much going on, man. And I just felt like the Alexa Bliss okay. promo on the swing set was the same thing as last week. I felt the match with Oscar was the same thing as last week. But then they wow. you, you throw sitting on it. I'm not sitting on. It. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying I felt very similar to last week. And you had the splash of bringing back the goddess with her. For the theme song, her outfit, and something I forgot to mention last week, I mention this week, WWE is definitely taking full advantage of not being alive and these taking advantage of it being the Thunderdome where they can cut away to pre tape stuff. Yeah. Because if this was live, COVID 19 wasn't around right now, we would not be seeing this right now. We would be seeing something totally different. For sure. So For sure. But you know, to them might as well utilize what you have. Yeah. yeah. It took them long enough. And, uh, <laughs> but they're definitely, know, they're definitely it, doing it. Were there some similarities between like the last match for sure, but there were some minor differences that I really appreciate. And this is kudos to Alexa Bliss, the facial expressions when she had Alexa, uh, when she had Oscar in the headlock, and she, the way she was just smiling, you know, just like little things like she's like, like she's having fun. She's like a kid in the playground. She wasn't doing that the, the previous match. So those are those subtle differences. Like, Alexa Bliss, I think, is a master of facial expressions, and I'm sure they teach us all the time in wrestling school, whatever. Like, it's about selling it with your face. And Absolutely. if if you're in wrestling school, I think Alexa Bliss is the number one person you should study right now in that ring because she's nailing it. And uh, did you see the RKO coming out of nowhere? Because I didn't. No, that was surprising. Because again, you don't see men hitting women with their finishers or anything at all. And that was well done. Great way to advance that storyline. Oh, totally. So it just that's why we get getting. And she took it, it well. Seems, she took it well. She did. She did take it really well. It just seems like they're all in on the storyline, and it's going really well. But unfortunately, but, they're all in on the storyline. They're not in on anything else. That's the problem. They're not in anything. But how is that possible? You have so many writers. You have more writers than you ever had yeah. in your company history. And you're only just focusing on this one storyline. You're, you're not focusing on other, in anything else. Back in, w, uh, in the Attitude Era, what, there were three people. There were just three people in the creative room. And yet, every storyline was a hit. Well, most of them, I should say. So it just, it just makes no sense to me. It makes no sense to me at all. GCW's Fight Forever finally came to an end. If you guys watched it, oh, wow. any highlights, let us know. Send us a text, 619-343-3005, or join our chat room. Along with Joey Sweet Cheeks and Abel, or hit us up on social media using the, using the hashtag SOW Rumble. Buddy, what was your takedown for the week? Before I get into mine, Joey Sweet Cheeks, again, holding it down in our chat room. 
thinks the Hurt Business is a poor man's version of the Four Horsemen or DX. There's a little, that's a little uh, bold He's, statement. How, how is he wrong? That's different. He, he, they not, are a poor man. They're definitely not DX. They're, they're not DX. They're not Four Horsemen. They're, they're poor man's version of it. They're, they're, they're trying, maybe, maybe, maybe more, maybe, maybe more so Four Horsemen. DX is completely different from them, but I can see what he means about like Four Horsemen, but totally like I'm talking about 99 cent dollar store version of that. Hmm. I, 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 it has nothing to do with these guys. I think they're, they're talented people. It's just, I think it's just creative. There's so many different things that could go with this, uh, with this faction. It's just they're fucking it up. How? It's frustrating. It's frustrating. How are they fucking it up? I think they're doing a good job. They're holding down the mid card. Holding it down? What? Tell me, tell me something interesting. Because I, I, I have nothing. I have nothing with her business, but it's interesting right now. What else is going on in the mid card? He's the U.S. champion. What's going on in the whole show? What's, what's going on, period, over there? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They, they actually have they actually have something going on, maybe as opposed to everyone else. It's just like, hey, what do I do next? Oh, I'm going to accidentally get counted out. Oh, wait, that wasn't supposed to be the finish. Uh, Adam Pierce, can you come out here and restart the match? Yeah, you saw that in Raw. Come on, man. Yeah, that was crazy. Why do they tell the referees to count to ten if they know that's not the finish of the match? I, uh, authenticity, I think it was something yeah, like that. But Shayna was climbing into the ring. It's like if he knows that's not the end of the match. Slow the count down a little bit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can slow the count. I understand for, like, the three count, you know? But, like, yeah. for, you, could, you could slow down that tank out, for sure. He's going pretty quick. For sure. Mark, last week I was really high on the week uh, that was professional wrestling. All 11 hours. I think all shows delivered. Great matches. Great storytelling. This week, it, it kind of uh, pained me to find something that stood out. It was just another week of wrestling. Nothing really stood out to me. So the one thing that did stand out as a positive, you know, we're all keen on storyline and wrestling, what's going on. Impact's not live. Impact's pre-taped. Yes. There is no audience, but, you know, spoilers get out. If the spoiler wants to get out, spoilers will get out. So props to Impact for keeping it on lock that Trey Miguel is back on Impact Wrestling. The good to see him. I think he belongs in Impact. He did a great job in Impact. I think he would have gotten lost in the shuffle in NXT and WWE. He's been getting a lot of marquee matches, a lot of title opportunities. I think he's on the cusp of being in the main event picture in Impact. So I'm happy to see what's Trey holding him back, though. Like, what's holding back Trey Miguel? Because I've only been uh, tuned into Impact fairly recently. I've seen his work. I think he's very good in the ring. He's he's solid. He's crisp. Uh, he's athletic as all hell. Yeah, he very hits quick. the moves. Yeah. He hits moves right. It's not necessarily unnecessary movement like I criticize the young bucks for. But I've 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 heard him in the mic even really. Is he good in the mic? He's not he, bad. What, what's up? He's not bad. He's, he's not, not bad. He's good. He can hold his own. He's not great, but he can hold his own. He got you know, a, a good promo. What's the was it the radicals pulling him back? No, I don't think it's just timing. I think, you know. Was Evolution holding Randy Orton back? No. It was just him getting the right moment at the right time. So I think now he's set up to be a player in Impact Wrestling, and I'm happy he resigned. I think that's where, right now in his career, perfect fit for him. Talk about Sammy Callahan resigning a couple weeks ago. Impact a perfect fit for him. 
And I'm happy he didn't go to NXT because he would just been clumped with those two guys. And for sure. And I think MSK is doing a pretty damn good job uh, over at NXT. But Trey Miguel, go going back to him. Do you see him being Impact World Champion this year? Hmm. No. Wow, you just said he's on the cusp of being a main event player. Yeah, there's too many other cusps right now who are higher than him. I think give him, a, give him a lengthy, dominant X Division championship run, and then 2020, I think we'll see him with championship. No, no doubt about that. 20, wait, 2021? We're in 2022. 2022. There we go. <laughs> no, um, I was about to say here. Damn, just blanked out what I was about to say. My bad. <laughs> Black belt? No problem. No drink. <laughs> no, props to Shane McGowell, though. I, I think he, he is someone uh, that has a very bright future impact. I think he could be a world champion. if true. But I, I think I do agree with you. X Division Championship probably would suit him better uh, for a short-term future. Uh, and then we'll see what goes ha- what happens from there. But you know, speaking of champions on an impact and people possibly leaving, Moose, yeah. his contract's running out, man. I think in the summer, right? June, July. Yeah. How do you feel about that? That's your boy. Yeah, that is my boy. That is not your boy. You're very anti-Moose. I'm so high on Moose. He's in my faction. I talked very talk about. highly about no, him last week. What no, you talking about? Last I week I talked. Again, we talked about it a couple we weeks ago. We talked about contracts ending up and who would we want to see where. I think Moose needs to stay at Impact. They're doing a great job with him. They're handling him very well. He is a player there. He is, could be a potential champion there. If he goes to WWE, I think he'll get lost in the shuffle. He's just another big man. I think he goes anywhere else. Even AEW is going to get lost in the shuffle. I think Impact yeah. is, the, this is the way to go for him. I agree. I think career-wise, I think that's just what makes sense. But who knows, man? He might get blindsided by money because I don't think Impact has the money to, to outbid AEW or WWE. So that that could be a driving factor for him, but I think creatively, if the smart money for him will be stay impact, you know, like okay. get pay your dues a little bit more, um, because he does have a great look, but I, I think there think I think there's still like a work in progress for him. I, I think there's a hidden gem in there that he just still needs to work on. I don't think he's there yet. I don't think he's big money yet. There was a question I always loved to ask when I did interviews with Greenman back in the day. Again, coming up on a five year anniversary. And I equate it to baseball, but I'll create the wrestling here. Would you rather be the champion, a main event player in a smaller company, a big fish in a little pond? Or would you rather be signed to the WWE or AEW, but sitting catering, barely getting matches, being a curtain jerker? I think Moose deserves to be a main event player in Impact. Maybe build up more resume, build up some sort of credibility, and then maybe switch over to WWE. But I still think they would fuck him up. I think he's an impact guy for life. I don't necessarily know about impact guy for life. I, I think it's I just a matter I, 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 see, of, I don't see WB handling him well here. I think it's just a matter of honing your craft. You know, AJ Styles, how long did it take for him to get to WWE and, and to succeed in WWE? You know, AJ Styles was bouncing around from different promotions, doing indies and whatnot. Yeah, but his uh, home was impact. His home was impact. Yes, agree. But like, you know, he was in New Japan. You know, he did his work in the Indies. He was, I think he even did ROH, uh, if memory serves correct. I could be wrong on that. But, you know, the fact is he was not in WWE for a very long time. Uh, He was what, in his mid-30s when he finally signed? 
Yeah, but everybody knew who AJ Styles was. So, yeah. Everyone knows who, yeah, everyone knew he was because he was building his brand. He was honing his craft. He he wasn't ready to join WWE. So you think Moose has an opportunity to do that you. as well? You think Moose I can think do that? Moose, I think a lot of guys could do that. I think pe- people don't see the full picture like AJ Styles did. Joey Sweetcheeks, you're right. He did mention black belt. Time for another shot. When did I mention I was a black belt? <sighs> you did it, Mark. Just take a shot, Mark. Be a man. Thank you, Joey, for keeping track. I hate everyone. Um, no, but I, I think that's what Moose needs to do. He needs to see the whole picture instead of seeing. I agree. So potentially, you think shoulder. down the run, down the line, you could see him on the level of AJ Styles coming to WWE if he plays it right, because he does have a good look. The man does have. I, we saw it at Hard to Kill. He can have that other that that uh, that that other step here to to hit on all cylinders. Like he performed very very well at Hard to Kill, but you know it's not on a consistent basis. You know, you saw that a hard kill. I've seen that a while, what, a while ago. But, I, I've, yeah. but I've seen him playing of his matches. Where I'm like, eh, that's all right. Eh, that's okay. You know, where he didn't really stand out. Hard to kill. He really stepped up. He hit that next level. Yep. And I was happy for him. Because I, I wanted to see that, that side of Moose. It's not, like I, it's not like I hate the dude. I want him to succeed. I want him to do well. I want him to make that big money. You know, but, but you got to show up. You gotta show up every day. It can't. It can't just be one big match and that's it. Where's my payday? Every fucking week, every single show, every pay per view, every signing, every single time you're in front of a crowd or every time you're you're in front of a, a TV, you have to hit on all cylinders. You have to step up your game. You have to be that dude. That's why Roman Reigns getting the big bucks. So, that, that, that's that's where I'm at with there with Moose. Man, I don't know, man. I just don't feel like he would be a right fit in WWE. Not right now, no. Hell no. I don't know. How Mark, old is he? Ain't? I don't know. I think he's in his early, late 20s, early 30s. All right, so. Mark, the first thing I watched, I thought about you this week. Right away. When I first was introduced to the black belt that was Mark Schwann. Hold, hold on one second. You mentioned it though. You mentioned still counts. it. Still counts, Mark. Take a shot, Mark. Take a shot, Mark. You were part of the uh, Satsujin squad, and when your yes. boys did their work, you went into the ring, joined them, and took a selfie with them with their defeated opponent lying lifelessly in the middle of the ring. Yes, I've done that a few times. Did you catch that happening on NXT with Bivens oh, and shit. Rust? That's right. I did see that. I didn't watch NXT live, and I saw the, I saw the picture on my social media that night. And then I watched it back the next day. I'm like, huh? That's what Mark Schwann does. That's that's what I did back when, like, you know, we were doing shows. They stole your, they stole your shtick. They told, listen, hey, they can have it for now. I'm just going to evolve and, and do another thing. No okay. big deal. All right. I see you watching. I see you watching, though. Good shit. I'm glad you're watching. I hope you're liking. Anything else on TV that stood out to you, Mark? Nothing. Honestly, I'm with you with what you said before, man. It was a very bleak week yeah. when it comes to TV. Uh, I, I will say this. I, I gave them some love before. MSK, I think they're, they're hitting on all cylinders. Uh, they're making yeah. a very impressive debut in NXT. I'm surprised, and, I'm surprised the reaction they got in from the crowd and how over they're putting them on commentary as well. Like, okay, good. Maybe they're, a damn it, good they're a damn good team. They always have been, man. Yeah. 
So I'm glad to see him getting that rub in NXT. Hopefully, I'm I'm rooting for him to win the whole thing. But at I, the very least, I want I, I want to see so. him at least go make it all the way to the finals at the very least. I think with the route they're going, they have to make it to the finals. Right, because they're getting pushed pretty strong. Yeah, with they're getting pushed without being pushed, really, because they're just coming out of nowhere. Yeah. The hype, they're just riding the hype train on MSK. We'll love to know what MSK stands for. <laughs> right? It's going to probably be like one of those CM Punk things. What a horrible name. But yeah, I think they, they have atrocious to... Atrocious name. Atrocious name. They have to make it to the finals. But against two, I don't know the... On the bracket in front of me right now, but yeah, I think finals. I think, uh, I think it's a shoe in that Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai have to win the female bracket here. Yeah, I'm thinking that too. Or unless, I, unless we see another fucking turn there yeah, between Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, I, I feel like their time is playing out. I think Raquel Gonzalez's star is rising, and I think that would be a really cool storyline to see there between those two. Because Wade Barrett made a good point that they've been pairing for a while now, like over a little over a year, which yeah. is surprising to me. But this is the first time they had a tag team goal to come together to have a goal in mind. That's true. So once you put it it's that true. way, I think they're really, really the only really solid team on NXT outside Katie Carter and Candice, the um, Ninja Warrior chick. So maybe those two guys got to the finals, but I think. It would definitely help Dakota and Raquel if they go that they win this in the finals. It'd be cool to see. Hell, man! I mean, there's a lot of different ways they can go with Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. I think they're they're probably the best woman tag team in WWE. Period. You know, I think it would be cool to see even if they win the women's uh, tag team championships. Able, but they could also go with a rivalry too. Able to join the chat room again, saying MSK marijuana smoking kids. Is that true? I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised either. Because they're, they're getting also probably a DX feel in their garb, in their, the attire, the black, the, the, the X are. on they, the they, neon green. They had an interesting vignette too. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised explain either. that one to, Explain that one to the uh, <laughs> to your uh, to your sponsors, right? <laughs> right, yeah. See, MSK, heavy favorite to win the Dusky Cup Classic. That's all I got for TV, Mark. You want to get in some go-home thoughts? No. No. Why, I don't want to get to go-home thoughts. Rumble, that's, right. Rumble, that's, that's what we're here for, right? Right. Jesus Christ. Talk to me, bro. Want to start with the men's or women's? What's opening up the mat, uh, the card? Is it going to be the women's? Or is it going to be the men's? Joey Sweet Cheeks asked Abel, did he hear Black Belt? Did you say Black Belt? I think you did. I think oh, you did. Fucker. Delicious. Hey, everyone. Joey Sweet Cheeks props again for holding it down on a track, keeping track of how Mark says black belt. Let's go with ladies first, women's Royal Rumble. Okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to give our thoughts on the women's Royal Rumble. We're going to give our who we think will win, who we think should win. Also, we're going to give our prediction for the final four. Mark, final four, women's Royal Rumble. Final four. God damn, I wasn't prepared for that one. Uh, I took you two hours ago. I took you two hours ago. You should be prepared. I, I think it's going to be Bailey, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, and Charlotte Flair. Really? Final four? Final four. 
and who will win? Rhea Ripley. Who do you want to win? Rhea Ripley. Really? Doubling down? Yeah, doubling down Rhea Ripley. I, I think she will win, and she's someone I want to see win. Uh, and listen, man, I think it would be a perfect storyline for her to go back to WrestleMania this time as the winner of the Royal Rumble. You know, start her off hot. You know, she already had her taste in the main roster. You know, we already know who she is. We know she's a badass. We know how damn good she is. Let her start off with like, being like a main event player because that's where she belongs, man. She is that damn good. I feel like this would happen, Mark. I totally agree with you in the final four. Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, Ray Ripley, Bailey. Totally makes sense. I don't see any of the final four happening. At the very least, Bianca Belair and, and Bailey are going to wind up in the final four. At the very, very least. I would love to see Bailey win just to add another notch on her resume and add more to her character. Uh, ding dong, hello, Royal Rumble winner. That'd be fantastic. Uh, you know, Carson, Carson actually brought up a good point. Um, he said that since, where was it? Joey Sweet, Cheeks agree, Joey Sweet Cheeks agrees with us in the final four as well, so we're all three in agreement here. Okay. He said uh, Bianca Belair and AJ Styles are going to win the Rumble, respectively, because the network just recently uploaded videos about both of them. Mm, uh, so interesting. Reading between the lines there. Yeah, it's kind of hard for me not to pick Bianca Belair to win. I think it makes sense. But I just think it might be a little too early, maybe next year. But I think Rhea Ripley deserves it. Because she's been, any momentum she had was lost when she lost at Mania. She lost in the triple threat, and she was kind of floundering at NXT for a while. This is a great way to not only bring back her momentum, but introduce her to the main event roster. And uh, I think Ray Ripley is a solid choice to win the Women's Royal Rumble. I think she will and win. I want to see Bailey win, but I think Ray Ripley will win. And just think of this, man. Say Ray Ripley eliminates Charlotte Flair in the Rumble, right? Like, I think fans will eat that shit up. Say, like, what I predicted earlier in the Rumble to happen, Charlotte Flair turning an Oscar lead into a match at Fastlane for the Women's Championship, and Charlotte Flair wins that one. Rhea Ripley faces Charlotte again. Yeah. WrestleMania, get that rematch this time. In front of a crowd. For the, in front of a crowd for the Raw Women's Championship. Frankie and Rhea Ripley wins. Frankie D, welcome to the chat. He agrees again with us three for the Final Four. He thinks Bianca, though, will win. And uh, Joey, she, Joey Sweet Cheeks thinks he heard you say black belt. So, um, Mark? What the another, hell? Another shot, Mark? Joey Sweet Cheeks, man, I think you're hearing things, bro. <laughs> there it is, Mark. Okay, great. Are you, are you specifically playing like a loop for him of like when I originally mentioned about being a black belt? I have no control with him. He's live in our <laughs> chat room. He's listening to it live. <laughs> so what he hears, we hear, Mark. You're going to get me drunk. Any surprise entrance you think will be in the Women's Royal Rumble? I think we're going, to, we're going to see Medusa. Really? Okay. Plays, about, you want to call her. I, I, okay. I think that's a real possibility. We'll see her in there. I I would love to see Michelle McCool in there. She is COVID nineteen positive, so I don't know it, timing wise. Oh, that's right. She is. I forgot about that. But that was like last month, right? Or no? No, like a week or two ago. Oh well, there, there goes that then. I want. Uh, don't. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Lita. Mm. I think we'll definitely see Mickey James. Yeah, we'll see Mickey James. Maybe Alicia Fox. And then I think we're going to see Raquel Gonzalez. Maybe Tony Storm. 
Raquel Gonzalez, I think, would be a cool entry in there. Maybe Shotzi Blackheart. She's been tearing it up in NXT. Beth Phoenix. Yeah, Beth Phoenix. I don't want to be surprised about Beth Phoenix. Yeah. So there, there are like 18 spots, right? Yeah. They're open. There's a lot of spots there. Watch SmackDown. They 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 saw the, they show the graphic of the women's Royal Rumble. There's like what, eight, twelve, ten women. There's so right. many open opportunities. So many surprises. I think a lot of it will be filled in by NXT women. And you have a couple surprises. We'll see what happens. Who's your like big big surprise? Who's like your dark horse? As a surprise? Yeah, I think it's Lita. I don't think it was. You know what? I could, you know what could also see happening. I might. This might be like a, a bracket buster for everything I just said before. I think it really depends which Rumble is going to be an event. Well, always, right? yeah. I think if the, if the women's uh, Royal Rumble is the main event, I think we're going to see a big surprise. Well, the women's main event, the women's Rumble is the main event. We're going to see Ronda Rousey. I actually don't think so. I don't think we're going to see Ronda Rousey. Even I the, think we may see. I think we may see Becky Lynch. No, too soon. You think too soon? When did she have a kid? Like a month ago. A a, not a month ago. It was more than that, right? Or am I losing all concepts of the time? I think your black belt being the oh, black belt. <laughs> You're such a dick. <laughs> when did Becky Lynch have a kid? Let me see. I feel like a month ago. Was it a month ago? I want to. I want to be surprised if she's there, like on screen, maybe doing commentary or like backstage stuff. But I don't think she's physically ready to be in the rumble yet. She shared the first photo like five days ago. She had the baby beginning of December, according to Joey Sweet Cheeks, which is yeah, two months December. ago. All right, all right. So then I'm wrong. You might be too soon for her to come back. Like I want to, like I want to trust her. She's there in some capacity, but not in the rumble itself. So Ronda Rousey is like your dark horse. If she, if, the, mean, if the woman main event, she, yeah, yeah, Ronda Rousey. She's yeah. technically she's on under contract like until two more months, like until like the first day of WrestleMania, actually, I think, or the second night of WrestleMania, something like yeah, that. Yeah, two more months. That's it. So I don't know if she's gonna resign or come back. I personally don't miss her. But I, cool to, I do actually. I, I think it'd be cool to see her back. It'd be cool to see her back, but okay. But again, going back to what we talked about, like big names returning from WrestleMania, there's no really big names in the women's division left to make it like, oh my God, I totally forgot about her. Right. Right. I think Lita... No, yeah, there really isn't anyone. So that'll be ah, it. So like Lita... Frankie D. Frankie D. Pulling it out. Stacey Keebler. Stacey Keebler. Oh, so you she can, she, forgot about her. She can make an entrance. I think definitely see that can, happening. I can see that happening. Yeah. Kelly Kelly, probably. Eve Torres would be cool. The biggest name to come back, if this were ever happened, I think a lot of people would pop for this, would be AJ Lee. Yeah, that's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. Never going to happen. I think the next one would be, I think this would get a very mixed reaction, would be Tessa Blanchard. But Ooh. I don't, don't think she'll do it. Don't see that happening either. But you uh, uh, you put on Twitter, Taya Valkyrie. Yeah, Ty Valkyrie, I don't think it's going to happen. I've, I've heard speculation about it, but actually, I hope it doesn't happen for her. I, I think, no? she, honestly, we, we've, we've talked about this before. I think she's better off going to AEW. Yeah, be we've talked about her. it. We disagreed about that before, too. I think it would be better for her, and it would be better for AEW if that's where she went. I, I know you're talking about the John Morrison angle, you know, that's her husband, and it just makes sense. I don't know, man. Like, I, I, if she does go to WWE, I don't see her making her debut in a Royal Rumble. I, I just don't see that. Going back to AJ Styles, 
they everybody knew who AJ Styles was, not right. only because of his career and impact in TNA, but he made a nice name for himself in Japan. Mark, mm-hmm. do you think Taya Valkyrie will have the same reaction? No. Much respect to her, nothing but love, but I don't. I don't think she would have that same reaction. Do you think people know who she was? Like we would no. know, but the casual fans, who, like fans who don't watch NXT, we talked about a couple weeks ago as well. The casual no, fans I, who just watch Raw and SmackDown, I don't think they'll know who. I don't think it'd be a big enough splash. I, I don't. I don't think she would. I don't think they would know. Unfortunately, I don't think so. Um, they'll be. In, they'll be in for a treat. I'll tell you that much. They'll learn but who I, she, she was. She, yeah. I. I don't think she has enough. Uh, branding to uh, to make that big splash like AJ Styles because AJ Styles so keep in mind man this is like over a decade beforehand in WWE uh before he went to WWE he would make any for himself he was for a long ass time yeah, he, was he, was a, he was a huge name in TNA and Impact bigger than he was in Japan right and in all fairness Impact at that point probably had a bigger audience than it does Much now I came home on Tuesday my DVR was recording something and it was this last week as well but they're doing an Access TV, AXS TV. They're showing classic TNA pay-per-views before Impact airs. Mm-hmm. So this week, it was Bound for Glory. I think it was 2008. And I watched, oh, it was Jeff Jarrett versus Samoa Joe, I think it was. Ooh, okay. And you, I remember Kurt Angle mentioned a week or two ago how the prime of his career was the time spent in TNA. And I wonder how many people can say that as well. It's like there was Samoa Joe versus Kurt Angle, uh, Sting. I think it was Kurt Angle versus Jeff Jarrett. That's what it was. A lot of people had a great career over at TNA, but it was lost in the shuffle. Something we talk about religiously, like it's TNA. You know, it's yeah. the, the roller coaster that was, the highs, the lows, the highs, the lows. I think Christian Cage did the same thing. A lot of his good work was in TNA. Kurt Angle said that. His, his goes, best work was in TNA. Samoa Joe's best work was probably in TNA. Yeah. Uh, Matt, Matt Morgan, for sure. Sting, James Storm, Sting. I think Sting. said something similar. I don't, I don't know if it's verbatim comparing it with WCW work, but he said a big part of his career was spent in TNA. Bully Ray, Bully Ray, boom. So I'm happy they're airing these uh, throwback pay per views. Not that many people will watch it because it's four o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday. <laughs> but it's definitely making me want to buy the uh, TNA Impact Plus app. But it's not an Xbox. I don't think think of anything compatible with it yet hopefully it comes back to more compatibility in the future hopefully we shall see now going on to the men's then right do we do we make our predictions for the women's do we make it all yeah i think we're done going to the men's all right mark so we're going to the final four again who we want to final win four. and who we will win oh final four i think it's gonna be randy orton oh wait before you begin yeah talking about Sting, all the names we mentioned, having their best work in TNA slash Impact. Joey Sweet, Cheeks in the chat, got to hold it down for him. He goes, the reason their best work was done in, in TNA and Impact, because they had black belts. God. Damn. Why, do you, why do you have it out for me, man? Did he call you, Mark? I, don't, I mean, I'm not, I'm paying attention. He's, he's uh, keeping track. Thank you, Joey. Men's Royal right. Rumble, final four, Mark. All right, Randy Orton, AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, and uh, probably Shinsuke Nakamura. Man, I'm loving, I'm loving what they're doing with uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. They're definitely pushing him to a certain extent, and uh, I can see that happening. Right? Yeah. 
No, definitely. I, I think that, that would be probably the last four. Actually, no, scratch that. I have that maybe being my top five. I, 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 have, I have something. I have a theory about what might go on in men's Royal Rumble. Uh, Soaping out Shinsuke Nakamura, Brock Lesnar, Final Four. So who's your Final Four? What's that? So who's your Final Four? Randy Orton, AJ Styles, um, Dana Bryan, and Brock Lesnar. Frankie D asks, no fiend? You think fiend will get involved? So here's my theory. So I've heard, and I think we've all heard this report about uh, there are many different endings that are thrown out there for the Royal Rumble, right? And one of them is like a theory of a, an ending that basically scared the hell yeah. out of one of the officials. It's yeah. something really outlandish out there, but it's actually being strongly considered. Here's what I think is going to happen. I think Randy Orton is going to be at 29, right before 30 comes out. I, I think he's going to eliminate everyone. It's going to look like he's the winner. And then, boom, lights go out. The crazy music comes on. It's The Fiend from under the ring, takes down Randy Orton from underneath the ring, right? Randy Orton's gone. 30 comes out, Brock Lesnar comes in, and that's it. He's the winner. Hmm. I think it's going to be some bullshit like that. Interesting. That is bullshit. I don't, I don't think that would go over well with the fans, but you're right. They said but, nightmare, but, scenario. Think, think, nightmare scenario. It's, it's something that would... Something completely outlandish. So I'm thinking, what what would be so ridiculously outlandish? And like, you know, I'm trying to like really see what what's going on here. Like, what would really piss off the fans that would scare an official? And this would be it. <laughs> this would be it. Completely out of the box scenario, I know, but like that's what I my theory is. Hmm. Yeah, your thoughts. <laughs> I don't know about that. I do not want to see that happening. Just hope that did not happen. Change your minds. I do not want to see that happening. No, I'm not saying I want it to happen either. No, I, 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 I just, ugh, no. My final four would be Daniel Bryan, mm-hmm. Edge, Keith mm-hmm. Lee, and I hate to say it, I wasn't sure it was going to pick the win. I was, oh, I kind of felt it was too obvious it was going to be Daniel Bryan. The way they were forcing it down our throats. Cash, welcome to the chat room. But then we saw what happened on a Friday night. Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman, Daniel Bryan, Keith Lee, Edge, my final four. With Braun Strowman winning. Wow. I don't say that with any confidence. I don't say with any glee or joy. Because we know I'm not a big Braun Strowman fan. Neither am I. Who do I want to win? I would not mind seeing... Again, going back to this history of the show, I always say Royal Rumble. I feel like the Royal Rumble should be someone like Money in the Bank, someone who needs that push, someone who could use the, the you know, the oomph to get into a title shot opportunity. And again, I'll say it again. I think I mentioned it last year, Cesaro. But I agree with uh, a couple people in the chat room. I guess the way they're aiming up Nakamura, I think I can see Nakamura, but he won already. And that was wasted. Apparently, according to reports, there is no... He's not being considered to win at all. Which one, Nakamura? Nakamura. No, I, I don't see him winning. But yeah, I wouldn't. No again, this is who I want to win. Um, the way they're pushing it, like giving a new, fresh life. He, they're bringing back his babyface theme song. People can sing along to. Mm-hmm. They tease a sort of rift between him and Cesaro on SmackDown. I think Cesaro is somebody's been been held back way too long. 
I think Cesaro deserves some Cesaro, who I want to win, Cesaro, but who I think will win, uh, Braun Strowman. I think Cesaro will have a, a strong showing in the Rumble. I, I, I can even see him entering number one and lasting for a good, mm. like over an hour or something like that. Yeah, give him like a good show. Oh, yeah, let me have a strong showing. Yeah, him and Cesaro. Yeah. I think him and uh, Nakamura will have a big strong showing. And maybe they'll have a feud. Maybe they eliminate each other or something like that. Hmm. You know, that and, and it leads to a rivalry. I, I, I could see something like that going on. Um, but you know, we didn't even get to who I want to see. I, I said Brock Lesnar's going. I don't want to see Brock Lesnar win. I would really love to see Edge win. After that promo on Raw. Oh uh, yeah. So who will win and who do you want to win? So you see Edge wants to win. Who do you think will win? I think Brock Lesnar's going to win it. Okay. I, I think that I'm doubling down my my scenario. I think something fucking crazy is going to happen, or it's going to be bullshit like that. Um, but I want to see Edge win it, man. After that promo, I mean, how can you not be behind that man? You know, to, to see him make that comeback. Well, so I picked him in my final four. I think he's going to go far. I think he's going to have a great showing. I just don't think he's going to win it because he doesn't need yeah, to I, win it. He doesn't need to win it. I feel like he does. I feel like he's got something to prove still. I feel like he could definitely he could definitely use that win there. He could definitely. I, I I mean I would love to see him get in that main event at WrestleMania either against Drew McIntyre or Goldberg, as I said before, or or most likely Roman Reigns. I think that'd be fucking awesome to see him versus Roman Reigns. Do you have any surprise entrance into the Rumble for men? Yeah, well, mine was Brock Lesnar, right? I, I, I can't think of too many. It's not, it's not a stretch. I really John Cena, maybe. I, yeah, maybe John Cena. I, I, I'm trying to think of men surprise entrance, and there's not many that came to mind for me for some how reason. Many, how many spots are open here? I think like 10, 12. 10, somewhere there, right? Yeah. You probably see Damien Priest. Damien Priest. Is Going back to NXT, be. yes. Dam- Damien Priest, I could see somebody coming up. There's going to be a couple guys from NXT, maybe uh, Karrion Cross. No. Just make a surprise oh, appearance. That would be cool to see, but I feel like you, just got, you have to protect that character. Him. Mm. Okay. Him getting eliminated. Adam Cole, baby. Right. Adam Cole. Adam Cole could be a good one. Finn Balor. I don't know about that. I, I think Brock Lesnar, John Cena would be like the two biggest ones. But yeah, I think I don't see Brock Lesnar as a surprise. We know he's coming back. He's like, or maybe, or maybe we see Tatanka. I don't know. <laughs> good friend of mine, John's a huge Tatanka fan, so I think he'd be old before that. Love Tatanka, bro. How about Barry Horowitz? Bring him back. Man, Barry Horowitz. You see that video with him in The Rock? What, who would have thunk Barry Horowitz? What? No. What video with him in The Rock? Okay. On the set of Young Rock, debuting February on NBC. The Rock um, had Barry Horowitz come on the set as a consultant. And apparently, they moved The Rock from his family home to Tennessee? Mm-hmm. And he lived with Barry Horowitz for a while when he was a teenager. Stop it. When he was a young teenager. Really young. To help him with the wrestling career. And so at some point, they went to buy a car for The Rock. And they bought it for $30, $40 from a, like a, a crackhead off the street. Shut up. Wow. Okay. So the Rock didn't have any money. Barry Horowitz, who he was living with, paid for this car for The Rock to help him travel the roads. And so they're driving this hoopty, you know, everyone's first car is a hoopty. And they're driving on the road, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, some guy pops up from the back seat. It was another crackhead. (laughs) 
So they, they had to pull over, let him out, and they continued driving. So for thanks for all this, they hard- just continued driving like nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so The Rock was talking, living these stories of Barry Horowitz in the back lot of some sort of movie studio. And as they're talking, recounting these stories, a brand new um, pickup truck pulls up behind Barry Horowitz. And The Rock bought him a new car. Since, uh, sick. Since Barry Horowitz bought him his car, he repaid him the favor. Gotta love The Rock. Man. And just who would have thunk Barry Horowitz and The Rock had this connection? It's like, right? Yeah, it's amazing. I always, I always was a big Barry Horowitz fan, dude. <laughs> Surprising on the Hall of Fame. Because he's a, he's a notable name. Right, boogeyman, Frankie D, boogeyman, um, Royal Rumble. I can see that happening as well. You just saw oh yeah, I could totally see that. More realistic than Barry Horowitz. Yeah, Barry Horowitz <laughs> did not have any wrestling shape. <laughs> Probably not. No, but, I mean, Rock's just a fucking class act, man. Rock, it, it, uh, I want to be the Rock when I grow up. Dude, that's one dude in Hollywood I have not worked with yet. I'm dying to. I, I've, I know people that have. But I've heard nothing but good things. Uh, dying to get on set with him. Dying to. Uh, Joey Sweetcheek asks, any moments from past Rumbles that stand out to you? Like, any favorite Rumble moments? Yeah, I thought one of the coolest to this day, and because it, it, it just, it's like one of those things, man, that they, they could have easily been fucked up, but yet they executed perfectly. It was Bret Hart, Lex Luger. That, that yeah. finished out the Rumble. That was well done. I mean, how you thought about really well time? Done. Yeah. Like, I could have, think about it. I could, the odds of them succeeding that were like against them. <laughs> yeah. And I've watched it a few times to, to, just to see, like looking back on it, just to see like, you know, was there a camera angle? Like, did they like, were they kind of stretching it a little bit? Like, no, they, they both heat, both of their feet hit perfect at the same time. Yeah. It's well crazy. Done. Very well done. Very well timed. Also go back to Shawn Michaels with the hell. Uh, when we, I learned the phrase skin the cat. Oh yeah, that Davey one boy foot, that it was so close, so close to being eliminated. It was just amazing. that was one of my favorite ones too. I think that's what really like turned me over to I could be a big Shawn Michaels fan that moment. I'm trying to think, were there any other ones? Like those were the two base ones for me, at least. Remember me, Abel, and a couple of friends were live at MSG because we were there in person, Mark. Oh, and number 30 God. came I around. I take a shot for every time you say that. Yeah, I don't say it too often. It was John Cena came around. He was just injured like two or three months prior. He was supposed to be out for like six months. And he came back. That was kind of like surprising to only see him back. But the way the crowd reacted, the roof blew off MSG. Yeah, it's one of the biggest fan reactions, I think, in, in modern history. Yeah. I have to say, last Royal Rumble had uh, two really cool moments that will probably stand out to me. Well, of course, the first being Edge coming back. Yeah. That that was iconic. And then, like, I still have the image in my head when Drew McIntyre eliminated Brock Lesnar. When, like, that, that was a huge moment. And Drew stood over him, just, like, looking down on him. Hmm. You remember that? Yeah, I do. Like, I, I feel like that was a real iconic moment. Like, you just felt... Uh, just like the momentum going his way, like as far as just like him getting over as a, as a main event player, you just felt that energy at that moment. And again, going back to one of my moments, I kind of marked out a little bit on the all time faves 2002, Mr. Perfect coming back. Ah, uh, yes, 
like, oh shit, there's no boy Mr. Perfect. I'm not expecting <laughs> seeing that. No. Mr. Perfect 2002. That was the epitome of surprise. I think one more, one more uh, favorable moment for me was when AJ Styles made his debut. Oh yeah, that was classic. That was just fucking sick. I marked out for that one for sure. Like holy shit! I didn't expect him to debut at the Rumble because we knew he was coming. Right. And we saw the Good Brothers going back. I think it was NXT, right? They were in NXT at the time. No, he, they weren't. And he went straight Good to the main roster. Good Brothers made their debut. Oh, it was after? way after. No, yeah, way no, after no, that. I'm NXT for some reason. No. But yeah, that was a huge surprise. And again, marked out because only got AJ Styles, the face of TNA, is now in WWE. And by the way, I think it's still to this day one of, the, one of the best theme song choices for him. Absolutely. Again, those like those plays were James Storm too. True. True. I I, I just remember we, we had no idea who whose who music this was and just Boom, it came out perfectly. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. It was, was phenomenal come on the uh, Titan Tron. That was great. Yeah. Again, this uh, will be their first Rumble without Pat Patterson, by the way. This will also be their first Royal Rumble, not in front of a live crowd. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I, was, I was texting my boys, Satsushin. I think that's going to be very weird, dude. Because part, part of the excitement of the Royal Rumble is like, you know, to hear the countdown with the fans and their reactions yeah. to pops and all that. I mean, you'll still get that. Uh, They'll be piped in and fake. They'll be piped in, yeah. yeah. You'll hear a buzz. Like, that's what you hear. Yeah, the, the countdown will pop up. You hear that, like a, a, a crowd of 30,000 people start chanting 10, 9. It's all video. It's get amped. It's, so, it's, that's going to be the biggest thing we're going to miss this year for the Rumble. Yeah, it's going to be missed, but you know, in due time, I'm assuming they'll play it off well with the pipe in music. Piping sound, it'll be fine. Nah, they haven't, they haven't been doing well with the piping and the sound. You're, I think you're legit the only one that likes it. I don't know if I liked it. I just don't mind it. I don't pay too much attention to it. A- everyone I talk to, it's like, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah, Joey. Oh, yeah, uh, comment. Mia Yim did test positive for the coronavirus, so she won't be in the part of Rumble Rumble. She did. So it makes me think. I, I was actually thinking about this too when you said about Keith Lee. Like that's got to affect Keith Lee somehow. Oh man, I didn't even think about that. You're right. Hmm, that sucks. I, I was looking today. He hasn't posted anything on Twitter or anything about it. I mean, we haven't seen him in like two or three weeks on Raw, right? It's been a while. Right. So I don't know, man. I don't know, Dude. man. Hope they have a quick I'm really, recovery. I'm hope really pumped for tomorrow. Hope they're asymptomatic and get a quick recovery. But yeah, I'm pumped no. for tomorrow as well. The Royal Rumble, one of my favorite pay-per-views. It should be fun. Again, being that the fuck, being the fact that there is no plan set in motion for WrestleMania, it's the fact it leaves it so much more unpredictable. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I think they just finally finalized their uh, match for Roman Reigns. So I don't actually know if that means it's going to be a Royal Rumble winner or something's going to happen along the way. But uh, and it looks like they're going to go forward with Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt uh, versus Fiend, excuse me, with the Firefly Funhouse match at WrestleMania instead of the Royal Rumble. So which makes me think even more so that my case scenario may happen. Talking about uh, Mia Yim and Keith Lee, Joey Sweetcheeks asked, if they had a black belt, do you think that would have happened? Oh, black belt. Do I know do, do I know Joey Cheeks personally? Does he have a vendetta against me? Doesn't matter, man. Take the shot, bro. Be a man. 
damn it. So I think we covered Royal Rumble top to bottom, huh? We did. We did. I didn't go on thoughts for you, my friend. Well, dude, I finally conducted my first interview of the year for Shot of Wrestling. I'm going to do my own interview segment for the show, doing a video style. I'm going to be promoting Shot of Wrestling's YouTube page. Uh, coming up this week for my first interview uh, edition for 2021, I am sitting down with my very good friend talking to me about his struggles through 2020, Eric Jaden. Godfather of a shot of wrestling, yeah. He's the one that actually got me a career in professional wrestling, so I do attribute that to him. I owe him a lot. And, um, he, dude, he's been battling some heavy-duty shit, man, with his health. Uh, it was good to see him, actually, but, man, he, uh, he shared his story, man. It definitely hit home for me. So uh, be on the lookout for that uh, on our YouTube channel this week. So you mean it wasn't fake for sympathy? fucking assholes no it was not he also talked about the future of satsujin squad which i found very interesting that i learned on the air um big news for that mm. for, for the future of bcw so really okay tune in and when's that going on youtube you said this week it will be coming out this week looking forward to that love every Jaden over here and again we were only Less than four weeks away now from our fifth anniversary. So looking forward to that. Might do another live show. Five years coming up. Crazy. So Mark, you've been here for the last two years. Congratulations, Mark. You know, part of this wild ride that's been a shot of wrestling. Who would have thunk that's it this long? Who would have? Yeah, right? Not, not, not me. <laughs> Green Man left after two years. I figured I'd just do a year by myself and then, like, call it a day. And, like, then you came on and we had another... Uh, Breath of fresh Wait, were you gonna were you gonna call it quits for shot wrestling? Were you gonna were you gonna quit the show? I'm just gonna keep going until it was um until it was no longer fun and it was like all right, it's just such annoying now set up, talk to myself for like an hour and blah blah blah. I can see that being frustrating. Yeah, so so I, I helped save the show. No, Eric Jaden did. No, no, I, I think he I think I did. No, because you could you could have been anybody. You could have been Dominic. You could have been uh, no, no, Chris no, Barton. No. You could have been Naya. No. You could be Eric himself. There's only, there's only one Schwan and only my man, and that's me. Yeah, but it could be anybody. Like it wasn't you. It was just the fact that it was somebody else. So right. it wasn't you personally. Could, Vince McMahon could have tried to make anyone be Hulk Hogan, and that would have failed. But you know, they, I don't they, think so. they, anybody they, could be Hulk Hogan. <laughs> they chose who they chose. Big boot, blonde hair, leg drop. Anybody could be Hulk Hogan. <laughs> there's only one Mark Schwan, man. Unfortunately, you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, Joey, could have been you. Could have been you. Whole different life path. Mark Schwann could have been in our chat room right now. <laughs> I don't do chat rooms. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> Mark, where can people Maybe find you? Because I'm not the one having access to it right now. <laughs> where can people find you on social medias? As we don't already know, you can go to my website, yourfavoriteactor.com. All my social media links are on there. Is the shot of wrestling up there yet? It is. All right. Pretty sure it is. Yeah. Pretty sure it's not knowing. Asshole. I don't. I don't control my website. I have a, I have a guy. It's your fucking name. Me. You think you would? Well, I have people that work for me to do that. So, how about that? Mm. So again, that is our Royal Rumble prediction live show. Thank you for everybody joining in. Joey Sweet Cheeks, Abel, Frankie D, in our chat room. Everybody on our social medias. 
next time we go live again please be a part of the conversation i'm heart tired of hearing mark blamble on non-stop wow wow this show this is, is fr- the this- show is from the fans to the fans follow us on social medias shot of wrestling no a facebook instagram twitter youtube and uh, definitely rate our shows too on uh, Podbean, Spotify, whatever you listen to our show on. Uh, give us some reviews. Let us know your thoughts. And hey, any suggestions? We're open to it, man. Absolutely. Any way to make the show better? What Mark Schwann be gone? We can make that happen as well. Wow. Like the, just the, the level of respect I get here, you think would be more so because I saved the show. You didn't I mean, you show. pretty much admitted that. You, you admitted that before. You know, I got two words for you, Mark. What's that? Black belt. Yeah, I saw that one coming. Telegraph that one. Take a shot like a man, Mark. Take a shot like a man. Done. Wow, you finished a can, huh? Finished two. You pounded that Bud Light. <laughs> like a man. I'm not a drinker anymore. Not a drinker anymore. I am. And I'm done. I need a new one. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, while Putty gets a new one, I guess that's a good way to end off the show. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in for a live show for Royal Rumble. Hopefully, uh, my scenario won't come true tomorrow, but we'll keep an eye for that. Putty, yeah. I'll let you have the last word. Please, yeah. Again, thank you, everybody. You joined in our chat and conversation. We'll be back next week for episode 242. Until then, putty out. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. Ha, 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 But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody.